Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Crime and Investigations, I Am A Killer is a brand new 10-part true crime documentary series produced in partnership with Netflix by an excellent production team including me, Danny Tipping and me, Tom Adams. Each episode tells the story of a prisoner convicted of capital murder and sentenced to death. In this podcast, we'll be going into the making of each episode revealing what it was like to produce this incredible series. If you ever thought about taking somebody's life, you better think about it long and hard because to walk that road right there is it's a lot of heartache. You may think you're tough, but uh, really ain't nothing. If you're a murderer, you're nothing. So episode five is called Declared Incompetent. It's the story of, of David Lewis. And there's there's a question raised in, in both the prosecution and, and his defence of, of his mental competency. Whether he was fit to stand trial or not, whether he has the intelligence, whether he has the capacity to understand what being charged means, what being read your rights means, what you know, whether he was able to be cross-examined. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt that during the 30 years, I think, Lewis is now spent in prison, he has become educated. He couldn't read or write, uh, I think, at the point he, he went into prison. He's become a talented artist. He communicates very well. He's very self-aware. He has a, a deep understanding of, of what what he's done and how you know how he's ended up where he is. But there was still this question at the time he was tried and and, and ever since of whether or not he was mentally capable of of understanding and dealing with the consequence of his his actions. We interview David's mother, who's had to live with having a, a son inside prison, who's likely. She'll, she'll never see out from you know behind bars, and it's it's a, another film that you know just very very sad. I knew that he was real shy and standoffish with other kids. I don't think I actually really snapped to what was going on with him until I had him in a private school. About three months into it, they told me that they couldn't do anything for my son. And they wanted me to take him and have him tested for his mental capacity. And that's when I found out that he had problems. Who decides whether a person is fit to stand trial or not? Um, there were differing opinions. One expert who was involved in the case decided that his IQ was such that he couldn't stand trial. The state 
decided that he could. And, you know, these these kind of measurements are so determined by how the measurements are taken, under what conditions, and who is measuring them. And, and it's very difficult to get absolute values for, for something like intelligence. And therefore, there is a, a degree of... Um, flexibility there and and so one side thinks he's okay to stand trial the other side doesn't and i think it's another another example of how the the series goes show that there, there are no absolutes that all these stories have different sides to them and and nuances and complexities that it's not just straightforward that you could you know read the rap sheet or the the newspaper article and it only tells you maybe 10 percent of the story um and having the opportunity for to hear from David Lewis and, and in fact, all the contributors in the film uh, give you a much broader picture and a much broader understanding. Um, and from David himself, what, what it is to have spent your entire adult life behind bars every day contemplating the, the result of the terrible actions. And, and again, he, he's, you know, he's not denying what he did, or, but he is, I guess, seeking some kind of understanding and forgiveness. After all this time, I mean, I think again, it will it will challenge the audience and and ask of them questions. How yeah. do they feel? I, he's he's interesting in the way he he has a few things about if you you know if you think you know what it's like to live. What does he say? Well, he says if he basically says that if you're thinking of going down the path of you know and, and you're contemplating committing. You know, this isn't quoting a verbatim, but if you are contemplating committing a violent crime or committing murder, you need to think twice That's, because yeah. you know he he says yeah, this. Yeah. You know, the path that he's now on, he you know he knows what it's like to be alive now, contemplating every day. You know what yeah, he did. That's what he says. I, I um, know what it's like to be alive, having been in here. Yeah, for yeah. thirty years, constantly reliving the same yeah. events. If it doesn't elicit sympathy or empathy, it certainly gets you to question. What you may have thought about, you know, somebody living or spending that amount of time in, in prison. I think our police officer in that episode is such a, a great interviewee, and he's heartfelt in his. He lays everything out on the table, and he's and and he talks about lives being swept along and lives being lost, and and it's all on this table. You know, you can keep it all in a box and. That's right. Yeah, it, so he, it just shows the futility of it all and yeah. the the waste and the and for him to remember thirty years on a, yeah. a case that he was involved with as as a, a does, police he, officer. Yeah, he does. He really does. And he, he must have, you know. I, I guess we could have spent a long time talking to him. He was an interviewing interesting yeah. interviewee of an in himself. But to remember thirty years later the, uh, a murder that took place on his patch when he must have been investigated hundreds of other murders or violent crimes mm, mm. but he does remember this this very well and, and we go to the interview room and as Tom says he lays out the evidence that was presented in, in court and he, he's just you know shaking his head in, in remembering the, this crime that obviously took their life and and as you know subsequently meant David spent the rest of his time and every day since in in prison so again several perspectives on on mm. on, on this it's not a straightforward case and I think it's um it's a very, very powerful film, and the and the and the production team did incredibly well in in 
you know, in presenting a really balanced film and with some incredible contributors, not not yeah, least of all yeah. uh, David Lewis. And also the just the atmosphere of the film, just the, mm. the space within the film. It's a sad, sad film. I think they're all sad films. Looking back, I don't think he seemed that remorseful. In my mind, I think someone who's mentally challenged, they might be breaking into a house, they might be stealing some guns, and they might even hit the victim over the head with the gun, knock them out or whatever. But when you choose to shoot someone in the face, that's not a mentally, you know, a mentally challenged person will normally just run from the scene. He didn't, he chose not to. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I think with all, all the films that these people have had, and Tom touched on it earlier in another episode of these podcasts, um, that they have, all of these guys have had a chance to, you know, consider and reconsider endlessly the events that, that, that led them here. And that's certainly the case with, with David Lewis. He's been in prison a long time contemplating, you know, his actions and the, you know, and the subsequent events. And I think if he wasn't able to fully understand them at the point he was convicted that he, he's gone a long way, I think, to... Well, we don't, uh, we don't know. I would contest that. I don't, I don't know. He can explain himself, he can converse, he can read and write, he, uh, he, but we don't know how much is understood. So when he, when he tells us he committed... The, 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 is that inherent understanding of his situation there? I don't know. Well, that's, I think that's what's confounded the authorities and, yeah, yeah, and both, yeah. in, both the prosecution and, and, and the defence. Very difficult to judge on, on how clearly somebody fully understands... And, uh, an event of this type. I mean, yeah, yeah. impossible to say. And certainly we, we as filmmakers, we, we can't, all we can do is have him tell his side of the story and interview those from both camps. So both, you know, the, the, we, the arresting officer, his, his family, and it does leave, you know, as many questions as it answers without a shadow of a doubt. When it comes to crime and, and being a murderer, you really have no excuse. You know what you're doing. Even though I was impaired, I knew what I was doing. Sure, I'm, I'm mentally impaired and I was drunk, high on mushrooms, but does it really matter? I pulled the trigger and killed somebody and I can never give that life back. Not even taking my life can give it back. It's a relatively straightforward story in as much as only David is involved in, in the crime that was committed. There's a, a terrible, tragic 
murder, you know, with a single victim. He's arrested. He's um, tried and, and spends 30, you know, the rest of his life in, in prison. So it's, it's, it's an uncomplicated story for, in, in that respect. And we let that story play out over the 50 minutes. And the pace is perhaps... Thoughtful. Yeah, more, more thoughtful. And, and then there is this ongoing theme of you know, whether or not this guy, who, who some argued was, was perhaps not mentally able to comprehend and contemplate what he had done and what he was being tried for and what and the punishment he was about to face. And that isn't answered. No, There was no definitive, and, and as Tom mentioned earlier, there can be no definitive answer on whether or not that, that is true. It's all opinions, and, and there are several differing opinions in the film. And I guess our viewers will have one of their own. And that's all we hope to achieve, I guess, with any of these films, is that it leaves you... Yeah, and hopefully, you know, you watch at home and it sparks a discussion between you and whoever you're watching with. I I, I don't see how they can fail to. Mm. I I think there are arguments over every one. There's there's no clear Well, we're we're still discussing them now, and bearing in mind how many times we, and certainly Tom has seen seen the films, we're we're still discussing them now and coming up with uh, thoughts and questions, and and certainly uh, David Lewis's story does that yeah Yeah. we'd love to hear what you think of the series comment on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag I am a killer and don't forget to rate us and subscribe to this podcast series the I am a killer podcast is hosted by Tom Adams and Danny Tipping and is produced by Sam Pearson Steph Nardilli and Matt Talent with editing by Susanna Lawrence Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.